Hey everybody, welcome. We are back for another episode of the 5 for 5 podcast. As always, I'm joined by Mike. How are you doing today, Mike? Happy to be here, man. I'm excited. This is the first story of a new time period, 75 to 80. This is a good time span. I think so. I found a couple of good articles. I'm excited to get going and share for this first round. Definitely, man. Let's let's do this. Awesome. Well, as everybody knows, we play for pointless points. But the journey through history is priceless. What do you say, Mike? Should we get into the journey right after this? Absolutely. Let's do it. All right, Mike, I have my story. I'm ready to share it. This one is from 1979. Awesome. This one comes out of Chicago, and it's definitely a sign of the times type of story. All right. The title is Anti-Disco Demonstration Takes Over Chicago White Sox Game. Whoa. Okay, so obviously it's in Chicago, and the story goes a little something like this. Thousands of unruly spectators set bonfires and slung record albums on the playing field at Comiskey Park Thursday night during an anti-disco demonstration. Police in riot gear finally restored order about an hour after the melee erupted. About 35 police officers wearing blue helmets with face visors and carrying riot batons marched through the outfield to clear off stragglers from a mob that originally numbered about 7,000. A handful of spectators were taken from the field in handcuffs. A police spokesman said, We are making arrests. The incident forced umpires to call off the second game of a doubleheader between the Chicago White Sox and the Detroit Tigers. White Sox officials issued rain checks and scheduled a doubleheader for Sunday to make up the game, but said American League President Lee McPhail, McPhail? McPhail? Let's say McPhail. Yeah. President Lee McPhail still could declare the game a forfeit with Detroit being the winner. Detroit manager Sparky Anderson had announced his team would play the second game under protest because of the condition of the field which was pockmarked from numerous bonfires. White Sox owner Bill Veek, a veteran promoter, addressed the mob from a microphone placed behind home plate but failed to win their attention. During the break between games, WLUP disc jockey Steve Dahl gathered thousands of the disco records and packed them into a large wooden box in center field. After denouncing the popular dance music, Dahl detonated an explosive charge that sent pieces of the records flying across the field. (laughs) Shortly thereafter, a handful of bare-chested youths from the center field stands climbed the wall and ran onto the playing field. They were followed by hundreds, then thousands of others. And that's the whole story. I declare this the season winner. Uh, right, right from the get, huh? Right from the get, man. That is fantastic. Pretty priceless, right? Um, yeah. It, where do we start with this? Uh, I guess piecewise. I mean, let's let's go through the day, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So these people buy tickets to a doubleheader. Yeah, that's true. They're going to Comiskey, and they're going to see the Tigers and the White Sox. And the Sox, right? Yeah. They get through the first game, and then right after the end of the first game, a radio DJ manages to get a crate full of dis records out into center field and he starts protesting essentially the very existence of disco he denounces it that's what the article says so a pissed off dj essentially starts all of this somehow gets a mic dangerous business giving people mics yeah definitely we are a true testament to that aren't we apparently and he's got his crate full of disco records which he then detonates he explodes it in center field sending shards and chunks of disco records all over the place okay number one this guy's nuts all right right yeah i mean like he's definitely uh, a 70s version of a troll oh hardcore yeah i love it though so the guy's name is steve 
the DJ. And after his little uh, display, all of these fans in the center field stands decide to jump down on the field and then essentially pretty much like a mini demonstration slash riot starts happening to the point that the field is destroyed and they need to cancel the second game in the doubleheader. <laughs> That's great. Honestly, like you, you, you can't, you can't make up stories like that. Seriously. I can't even imagine this happening. No, especially today. Modern context, I think is going to be fun to go through. Yeah. But for the people that were there, right. the modern context for people in 1979, they must've been just absolutely floored by this. Right. Yeah. But I think there was a lot of people who were excited, ready to do this. Yeah. Disco was definitely a short lived love, right? You either loved it or you hated it. The hate for it though, at that particular time was super thick i agree uh there was the advent of like heavy metal you know like especially like 80s hair metal there's a lot of a lot of animosity from rock and rollers against disco you know what i mean and so this guy steve is actually uh putting on a display yeah of destroying disco very overt that's pretty gutsy right bold move yeah comiskey park i mean right. it's not a small venue super public you're on tv man yeah he's just putting himself out there like that like this is me aggressively hating disco yeah to the point that i need an explosive like there's things that i feel like that about but i i just won't do it in action i don't think i've ever blown something up because i didn't care for it i've had like projects that i've worked on i'm like you know what i'm done with this and i just want to just blow it up yeah but you wanted to blow it up yeah steve went and got explosives yeah he acted and then put them all in a crate with the thing he wanted to destroy it's insane it's it's but it's a great story it is it's kind of a short and sweet type of thing right yeah and then the people going in there rioting what are they doing are they digging up grass i think they're probably going in like stomping further on the burning melting records yeah definitely when they see that saturday night fever soundtrack yeah this is like a hardcore down with disco situation right for sure and you know they're they're Sox fans or white Sox fans yeah at comiskey park so they're pretty passionate already about things in general right white Sox fans go hard and they're alcohol fueled more than likely right Uh uh-huh i mean they're way out in center field so they're there for the game but they're there for the experience exactly and that just that experience just got augmented yeah hardcore compounded by the fact that steve just blew something up in the middle of the field in front of them uh any reports of injuries uh no reports of injuries that i saw the only real fallout was the rescheduling okay uh you know the commissioner was like obviously we need to reschedule this he pushed it out to the next available game day and even the tigers coach didn't like the situation because the field had gotten basically trampled and destroyed by this act yeah that's that's pretty reasonable for him to not want that you know what i mean he said he would play but that they were going to play in protest right i think that he's totally within his right to say that sure yeah i don't disagree with that at all crazy to think though that even after this like there was any kind of continuation like any kind of normalcy right like (laughs) yeah yeah like let's talk about next week you know what i mean exactly (laughs) you go into the next game it doesn't matter when the next game is right at the last game that was the disco destruction game imagine being a season ticket holder yeah exactly i mean look let's say that you are a hardcore baseball fan and that's what you're there for yeah i mean this is kind of ruining your night <laughs> yeah man your your night was over the moment that dj took over you just bought a second hot dog yeah and maybe another beer right exactly and you're literally you're settling in for the long haul on this double header but here comes steve 
And here comes Steve with a crate, a random crate of who knows what. I want to know, was there background music? <laughs> yeah, huh? <laughs> burn, baby, burn. burn. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably the perfect. Yeah, Disco Inferno would be very appropriate. Yeah. I would like to know what his speech included. What do you think he would say? Oh, my gosh. I feel like there'd be profanity. Like right. It'd be profanity laced. Well, he'd totally be like ragging on disco. Absolutely. And he's a DJ, so he's probably going to say that it's like a, a horrible form of music if he wants to consider it music. Yeah. And he's going to say that it's just like rhythmic and repetitive and all that kind of stuff. He might even make fun of the people who listen to it. Oh, see, that gets hurtful, right? It does. A little bit. A little bit. Steve may not have come out too popular from this thing. Yeah, DJ Steve might have gotten fired. Sure. Why not? You know what I mean? They were like, whoa, man, we didn't tell you to go that far with the disco hate destruction of property right uh buying an explosive or building an explosive he's made an enemy of the out of the mlb that's for sure yeah definitely i mean okay maybe they weren't like the gigantic powerhouse that we know the mlb as now yeah but he exploded a crate full of stuff (laughs) in the middle of the field in the middle of comiskey park i mean i don't know man it's a day that will go down in infamy but also legend depending on who you're asked that's true for the anti-disco people, they're like rock. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're rocking out and making songs about it. Yeah, Steve is now the new hero. Absolutely. Uh, for the disco people, they're hurt. Yeah, they definitely have hurt feelings. At the very least. They're feels. Uh, I think the victims in this are the baseball people. Yes, I think that the, the biggest victims are actually the attendees. The actual attendees for the actual game, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, they paid money. You know what for I mean? For a doubleheader, too. Yeah, they paid good money for a doubleheader, some snacks. And back then, that was a good game. The Tigers and the White Sox? Rivalry. And they missed out. Yeah, all because of DJ Steve. DJ Steve's dislike for disco we have to see if this is on youtube we have to see if there's anything else i couldn't find anything else Uh, the guy's name uh steve he never he never comes up again oh man that's so disappointing yeah i want to like just like uh dr crane you want a continuation you know what man you're gonna get a random text from me i'll be like dude with a steve doll story i found dj steve yeah i don't doubt that i i see this this kind of guy is the type of dude that you like to dig around and see what other kind of shenanigans he was up to i'm intrigued well speaking of shenanigans we should probably get into modern context shenanigans uh on the second half are you into that absolutely stay tuned folks we'll be right back This is Evita from Flying Blind Podcast. You're listening to the 5 for 5 Podcast with Panchito and Mike. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. At Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. All right, everybody, we are back for the second half of the 5 for 5 podcast. Mike, you're enjoying this story, aren't you? Oh, this is fantastic. So we have the disco destruction going on. DJ Steve, big time explosion, middle of Comiskey Park. And it is time to talk about modern context. Imagine that happening today. Yes. First off, what do we hate as much as Steve hated disco? Oh, man. Did you have an immediate knee-jerk reaction? Is this something that you wanted, to, you know, a genre of music that you wanted to see blown up in the middle of a field? I'm a little bit uh, inclined to think that maybe mumble rap. Okay. Might kind of be down that road a little bit. 
what is a Billie Eilish? I think that needs to go into <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever that is, that needs to go into the crate. Nick needs to go into the explosive box. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to uh, disagree or agree with that, but I, I see why you would go down that road with yes. Whatever a Billie Eilish is. Yeah. I'm not saying it's someone, but it's a thing. Whatever that, that particular thing is, put it in the box. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't have to continue. Absolutely. Short lived was long enough too long <laughs> okay well let's say for the sake of continuing with the story we'll call it uh mumble rap sure mumble rap because that's kind of that's a contentious thing nowadays right yeah you get a lot because you get the people who absolutely hate rap already are right. gonna just give another reason to hate it uh-huh. and then you get people who love rap who are like what are you doing to my music it's pretty contentious it's probably as contentious as disco was maybe not as violently contentious as we're seeing from this story but yeah I mean, I it's guess something you, that gets debated over. I mean, sure. You, I guess you could go somewhere on the lines of like maybe uh, a modern day equivalent of DJ, a DJ Steve throwing like a, a crate full of Taylor Swift albums. Right. Or uh-huh. something, you know, because I guess or like Takashi six nines. I know of somebody that would have a huge problem with that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so do I. Shout out to that person. You know who you are. You know who you are. He's a snitch. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll say that it's let's just say it's this music. It's just music. Yeah, it's 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 mumble rap. It's it's definitely mumble rap. It's going in the crate. You're we comfortable all... with calling it mumble rap? 100%. Okay, so the mumble rap. Now, DJ Steve is still pretty much DJ Steve, right? Yeah. But DJ Steve has probably a different role than he did back in the day. Like in 1979, he was sort of steering everybody's taste in music and things like that, right? Right. Is he still the same guy or is he a little more reactionary now? What's the deal with that? I think that he's a little bit more reactionary. He's got to deal with like posts. He's got to, maybe he's got a blog. Oh yeah, definitely. He's also sort of trying to be in line with whatever his station is or whatever, right? Exactly. It's, it's a, uh, maybe it's like a hip hop purist kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, maybe, oh, okay. Like maybe he comes from a hardcore hip hop station or something. Yeah. It's funny enough. That's actually the first reaction I had was somebody, I could see somebody who genuinely loves hip hop that much going to some kind of action like that versus somebody who hates it. So a purist essentially yeah. would venture down the road that DJ Steve does. Exactly. Okay. So DJ Steve would then be some kind of a hip hop purist. And so he's out to get mumble rap. Exactly. He's DJ high tech going after insert your mumble rap, you know, personality. And so uh, he's going to destroy all the trippy red albums. And uh, I don't know. I'm having a hard time keeping a straight face. <laughs> but I'm taking my glasses off for this podcast. <laughs> Okay, so he's going to destroy all the Trippy Red albums. All the Blueface albums. All the Blueface. It's all going up in flames. Okay? He's picking a venue. So DJ Steve picked a doubleheader, White Sox versus Tigers. Yeah. Baseball was his venue. Does modern DJ Steve still go for that same venue? No. Okay, where does he go? Well, let's think about it, all right? The MLB game was was a big deal back then because you were going straight into, like, American culture, you know? That isn't to say baseball is any less part of American culture today, but what is, I think media is a little bit more part of our, our culture. So something that is seen by a lot of people simultaneously. Maybe. You think he's more of a YouTube type of thing going on? Or like, what's up? maybe he's live streaming it on YouTube. Oh, okay. Okay, but, like, the actual, like, the venue, as you were saying, maybe it's a uh, someone's concert. Maybe it's, like, an actual mumble rap artist concert. Or a festival. Or a fet. That's it. It's a festival. 
Okay. He's going yeah. to Coachella, dude. Or he went to like South by Southwest or something like that, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And this thing's going to end up on IGTV anyways. Absolutely. On Snapchat even. His followers are the ones who are really going to get a taste of what's going on. Does that skew the story though? Because original DJ Steve was just going for the for America. Right. No, I don't think it skews the story at all. Okay. I think it's you're you're still going to get the same level of shock value regardless. So then he's going to stream it, live stream it. He's going to do it at this festival or whatever. And the audience is whoever the audience is. He doesn't care. It's a captive audience either way. You think that's the scenario now with modern DJ Steve. Yeah. And to throw more like Tinder onto uh-huh. this fire, we have to couple the fact that we're also in like one up culture. Okay. So you're going to get now, obviously nobody's going to be able to top like the explosion aspect. Right. But like maybe there's a mumble rapper there and now there's beef. Oh, okay. So there's like Insta beef on live stream in front of this fire like a complete out of control scenario okay so like original dj steve's gesture probably would have been compounded if like barry white were there to witness the explosion that's what you're saying that's right yeah exactly so in this case you're saying one of his mumble uh people that he's hating on they're there yeah, because this is a festival, man. Oh, uh, yeah, I, li- I think I like that. That adds, I think that evens it out, right? And it totally speaks to modern times. Like, there yeah. will be insta beef. There has to be beef. There has to be hate. Everybody's reactionary. It has to be open ended for a retaliation. Absolutely. Somebody has to go then and attack DJ Steve. Takashi might send in a hit. Right, yeah. Well, at the very least, he's going to rat on him. Absolutely. Yeah, we know that. Uh, <laughs> so. facts you know who yeah man uh, uh, this mutual friend of ours is really he's gonna love this one he loves takashi 69 yeah he's a big fan he can have him (laughs) (laughs) so anyways so dj steve goes on to do his whole thing or whatever right and then in the original story it was an explosion is it the same gesture I think it could be. Yeah, an explosion's still pretty bombastic, right? Yeah, but because we are now post 9-11, we are very sensitive to the explosion oh, and terrorist okay. acts. Maybe it's like a slow burn thing or something like that. Or maybe it's just him and a megaphone and he's just starting to smash records. Okay, yeah. Just the gesture, I think, is more important than the actual device, you think, now? Yeah, people get off on that stuff. Even if he is literally just like pick up a CD or LP or whatever, snap. Yeah, but it's being live streamed, so it's powerful. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, so you got kids across the world seeing that being burned. They're like, oh, snap. Maybe he's like pulling people up who are witnessing and having them do it too. Oh, absolutely. I, I totally buy into that wholesale. Yeah, because then that's like interacting other people. They're validating his point of view, right? Yeah, and you know what? Let's 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 throw more Tinder onto that. He's getting a lot of people. Oh, okay. Like yeah. they're lined up. Yeah, like some people are like, yeah, man, like I like your music too. You know, and I think your music's better. Or he comes up with the hashtag break mumble or something. But then what if that starts fan beef Uh on the spot, which then would take us back to the the previous version where the riot cops come in? Mm -hmm. What if they have to do it the same thing at this festival? Right. But now it's security and they're like trying to just turn it down a level. That's not going to work. Yeah. I guess somebody would have to come in and try to stop it cold turkey, right? Pacification will be necessary. Yeah, I could see that getting intense, especially at a festival that could get intense. I'm just saying there's potential for it. At the very least, potential. Yeah. And it's, remember, all live. Wow. Uncensored. You know what I mean? Everybody's phones because everybody's got access to a phone now. That's the other thing. It's on a lot of devices in the modern context. 
Definitely. Like DJ Steve's message in the modern one, it's going to get out there because right. it's impactful to begin with. Mm-hmm. He's doing it at a hyper public place that's more focused on what he's making a statement about. Absolutely. A double header baseball game didn't have anything to do with disco. No, it didn't. But here we're saying that he would go to the source. Yeah, he's going straight to it. He would want to be involved with the people that are involved in this and having an opinion in it where they are. Exactly. It's very, very like gorilla in your face kind of stuff. It's much more deliberate, right? Yeah, I actually, I kind of like it. <laughs> Just going for it. I mean, like maybe he's one of the artists at this festival and he's doing this. Oh, see, that would compound it a lot. I mean, okay. I get that though, where you're coming from, because DJs in the seventies, they were kind of celebrities, right? Right. So I could see a different kind of celebrity maybe, but a, a somebody on that level with some clout would be committing this new version. Yeah. I I could definitely see that being the case. Well, either way, it makes for some crazy news. Yeah. The only difference is I think this time the news is going to get way out there way fast. It's going to be translated in languages. There's going to be a permanent record of it on the internet. There's going to be helicopters flying. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be spotlights, lights flashing. Mm -hmm. Dude, it's going to be a mob scene. T-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. You know, (laughs) within 48 hours. Yeah, definitely. Maybe even 12. Yeah, you know what? He might actually get famous off of this thing. Oh, he's getting he's getting super famous if he wasn't already. Yeah. Isn't that crazy how that's how we are now? Like, we'll be like, oh, you did that. You're going to get clout. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. nutty, man. Well, speaking of getting clout, I had to throw some clout around with this one. And hopefully, it's worth some points, Mike. Oh, yeah, man. It, you're Yeah, I have to hand it in. Well, let's get in the scoring after this. What do you say? Definitely. All right. We'll be right back. This is Evita from Flying Blind Podcast. You're listening to the 5 for 5 Podcast with Panchito and Mike. Okay, everybody, we're back for the conclusion of this episode of the 5 for 5 Podcast where we give out pointless points and pointless prizes. But the journey through history, it's priceless. That's right. Mike... You got to score me on this one, man. I know you like the story, so I probably got a good score. What are you thinking? So what I have for you is an entire crate full of disco remixes of Takashi 69 songs. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't even want to know what that would sound like. That's horrible. I don't know, man. We could we could take them out to a field or something. You know what? I'm not sure where you got that idea from, but I think it's clever. We could put them all in a crate. With an explosive device. Yeah. And then, I don't know, blow it up. Because he's a snitch. Sure. And because the music sounds how it sounds. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I personally like disco a lot better than his songs. (laughs) I know that's not what this show's about, but I just wanted to get that out there. That'll be for another podcast. Another podcast, another episode, another show. But speaking of this show, make sure if you haven't already done so to subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. That's right, folks. That's Z-W-E-R-C Media. We look forward to the next one. Mike, I look forward to the next one and seeing what you bring in. Thanks again. Thanks, Panchito. And I'll see you on the next one. See you, Panchito. Peace out.